Welcome into this week's recruiting breakdown. My name is Jerry Hamilton, joined as always by Justin Wells, both of Inside Texas and on three. Uh, Justin had in the week two of the high school season, so I know you're going to be out uh, in Waco area to watch Kobe Black Friday. We'll get into that a little bit later in the show. Obviously, right off the top, um, we're going to talk about Dominic McKinley. That's the next Texas prospect that has a commitment date that's set. And that's set for Friday. Uh, I got a text from the family yesterday afternoon that he will announce at 3.30 on Friday afternoon at Acadiana High. They play Lafayette Christian Academy, Melvin Hills, Friday night. Um, so that 3.30 time gives Acadiana enough time to have that announcement, get it out of the way, and then still have two, three hours of prep for their game. Uh, but Dominic McKinley, here's the one thing we definitely know. Five schools remain, even though I don't think he's really seriously considering five. Yes. It's Texas A&M. It's Texas. It's Ohio State. It's Oklahoma. It's LSU. Uh, the, the one thing I will keep saying for A&M and Texas, what they both have, is they have proximity plus academics. Yep. Uh, those are two things that they've had in their favor uh, within the family circle here uh, for a while, especially, look, Dominic plans to major in computer science. Well, when you're listing the, the top power five schools, which is what he's choosing from, so people say, well, one school's ranked 23, one school's ranked 80. That doesn't really matter because a lot of those schools aren't in the picture for Dominic as a football player. Exactly. Uh, but Texas and Texas A&M are two of the very best in computer science in the, amongst the power five schools and definitely the top two of the schools Dominic's uh, considering. Does that mean he's a lock to go one of those two schools? Doesn't mean he's a lock. Uh, but within the family, uh, that that is a good thing. I think, obviously, he has great relationship with Todd Bates at Oklahoma and Larry Johnson, Ohio State. I'm not sure if, if Ohio State wasn't a four-hour drive away, that wouldn't be the decision. Larry right. Johnson might be his best relationship, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean honestly. He, he likes Technique Tuesdays, I hear, um, which is <laughs> one of Larry's staples in recruiting, right? Yeah. He likes Technique Tuesdays. Um, but – with that being said, as these recruitments, they get come down to the wire, being close enough to home always matters. And when you have a younger brother that's a 2026 prospect that has Friday night football uh, the next two years, travel does become an issue for a mom, a dad, what have you, on Saturday morning. So uh, A&M and Texas both have a couple of things, a few things going for them. Where they're different in this recruitment, Justin, Austin's big city, College Station, about the same population within 2000 of Lafayette. Yeah. So is there a little home feel there uh, for Dominic at the end of the day? We'll find out. And then Norman obviously is a smaller uh, college town as well. But coming out of the June official visits, Justin, I, I mean, I'd said this a lot of times, Texas and Oklahoma, within the circle, both schools are being told they're the top two A&M was third. Coming out of the June official visits, that felt like Ohio State was still too far away. Yeah. Never really felt like LSU was going to be the pick. So kind of what are your thoughts right now as we're three days out? I, I think Texas has a fight on their hands. And I think it's a, a familiar foe. It, I think Oklahoma and A&M are making a really strong push uh, three days away. I think Texas and, and Bo Davis would be excited to have Dominic in the class. You know, you add a five-star, you add a, the number one player in Louisiana, you add, you know, that 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 type of 
guy to three other pretty high-profile defensive line targets, then you have nailed your D-line haul for the 2024 cycle. That being said, uh, you said it best a couple days ago. I think it was Sunday or Monday. You said, you know, this thing is, is going to go to the wire. This thing is – is it's And that wire happen. may be December. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and, and I think we've seen this with a few other recruitments where if a player go picks a certain school on that day – Sometimes we know that's probably the end of the recruitment debate based on the kid, based on his personality, the other schools in the mix, you know, stuff like that. Then there's some kids who it's like, no, they're not going to stop. So people are going to continue to go. And I think you said it. The coaches are, are setting up the announcement as a commitment, not right. necessarily a signing ceremony. And so right now, you know, Texas keeps, you know, they have contact with him, him and his mother, and they, they reach out. And this is the week where you you kind of you, you, you push all your chips to the table. Well, Texas A&M and Oklahoma are doing the same. Yep. They are countering that, if not a little bit more. And so what looked like Texas, you know, a month ago coming off of that coming off that June official visit, there's still some confidence there. But just be fully aware, Oklahoma and A&M are not letting up. If anything, they're doubling down, and that's going to make Friday really interesting. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, look, and, and a lot of times academics are a talking point. I do think they're important in this recruitment, right? I think he has good relationships with all the D-line coaches. I, I, I don't think that's necessarily a differentiator in this recruitment. I think pulling it all together, location, um, college town versus college city all these things play into this recruitment it's going to be very interesting but yeah being at Acadiana High last Tuesday the staff was treating this they said they were treating this like a commitment different from a signing ceremony for them so I think they know that this process wherever he picks on Friday this process is not over they've been around the block in the recruiting game especially if they are thinking an in-state kid's going to commit to an out-of-state school in Louisiana they uh they, they absolutely know that this recruitment's going to continue. All right, Justin, um, moving on from Dominic McKinley, let's talk about the edge. Oh, actually, before I do that, let's take a second for our sponsor. Uh, Recruiting Breakdown is sponsored by Chase Yarbrough of Goosehead Insurance. He's the sole sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown. Uh, there are hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from, but Chase and his team have vetted the very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, flood, and umbrella policies with rates on the rise across the state of Texas as they've continued to be. Why not make one phone call and allow Chase to shop for you? Goosehead is the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas, bar none. Contact Chase at chase.yarborough.goosehead.com or call him at 325-261-7127. Again, thank you to Chase Yarborough of Goosehead Insurance for being the sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. Um, Justin, let's talk about the edge position. Obviously, Colin Simmons is committed. He shot out of a cannon on Friday nights, as as we expect. You see him hit that quarterback? Uh, and he's, he's playing in a stand-up position more this year. That's very scary now. <laughs> I mean, that's very scary. He can really time the snap count and play around, around the line of scrimmage a little bit and really create some confusion and maybe intimidation at the high school level. But outside, after Colin Simmons, there's three edge guys pretty much on the board right now. And I think that board could add a piece. Senior evaluations are just getting underway. That's Zena Umezulu. That is Danny Okoye. 
and that is Solomon Williams. I'll hit Solomon Williams first, then I'll let you get to Danny Akoy and Zena. Solomon, considering a Bama lean coming out of the summer or coming out of July, he's scheduled to be in Tuscaloosa next week uh, on the 9th for the Texas versus Bama game. He's also in the process still talking to PK and the Texas staff about an official visit in the fall. So we'll see if that de- what date that becomes if that happens. Uh, A&M, Oregon also vying for official visits in the fall. That's Solomon Williams, the edge rusher out of Carroll Wood Day, who I think has a bright future as an edge rusher. Now Danny Okoye, I know you got a little something on that. Justin, obviously scheduled to be in Austin September 16th and Tennessee on the 30th. Yes, and, you know, that's the thing, you know um, – Sorry, I yeah, I'm sorry, but we just got a little bit. If you'll check your text message, we we just got some breaking news. Um, yeah, with Akoye, um, yeah, he he's been having really good conversations with Texas. That's the thing. I, I think him and PK really do click. I know how much he likes Austin. I know he's eager to get back. Um, but I think Tennessee, you know, Chad Simmons had written something probably in I think sometime mid July maybe. Yeah, uh, you know, and it was about a month after I'd gone through Tulsa, and it was basically, you know, echoed what I'd said and said, "Look, man, Tennessee looks really good here. I think they've maintained that. I really do." And so, but the thing for Texas is that Okoye isn't any in any hurry. You know, I was catching up with him uh, recently, and I said, "Man, do you have an idea when you want to make a decision?" And you know, like most kids, will tell you, "Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking later in the cycle." Danny is really in no hurry. And he's a mature kid. He's older for his age. I mean, this is a kid with a full-time job, takes takes home school, works out, football practice, back home for homework. Like, this is a mature young man. And so he's taking this in a very pragmatic fashion. And I guess we should have expected that because he's a very smart, smart guy. And so Tennessee's the one to watch. But I'm telling you, the idea I asked him last time, what's, you know, what would you think about you on one side and Colin Simmons on the other? And all I got was, man. And so, um, uh, anyways, um, and so I think Danny and Texas make a lot of sense. But I think a win over Bama before the Texas-Wyoming game would look a lot better in his eyes. Yeah, yeah. Danny Akoy, again, that's a a battle. He's going to be at Oklahoma for an official visit this weekend for the Oklahoma season opener. Very interested uh, to see, obviously, his mom has not made visits to this point, Justin. Uh, she's expected, I think, be on that official visit this weekend to Oklahoma. We'll see if she makes the trip to Austin and Tennessee later on. Uh, then there's Zena Umezulu, who we assume he's going to be at the Texas game this weekend. Allen plays a Friday night game against C.E. King at home. So it makes a lot of sense that he's going to be in Austin for his brother Neto's season opener Saturday. Actually, we'd be very surprised if he wasn't. We do believe he's going to make that visit. Uh, Zena's an interesting recruitment, Justin, because I think there's a belief there that early in the season, uh, Neto's role, how much he plays at Texas, how happy Neto is in year two at Texas is going to be very impactful in Zeno Mayazulu's recruitment. Obviously, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, they're recruiting him like the recruitment is still in play as they should be. Uh, so Zena is going to be one that's interesting to watch because he's a, he's a recruitment. I've said it's Texas is to lose. Yes. Um, but how, what the impact of Neto's season this year, I think is going to uh, go a long way in this recruitment. Massive, 
massive, Jerry. You got him. You 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 got him in one way. I've got Texas versus the field with yeah. Zena. We've mentioned it before. You know, look, Zena really likes Texas, and, and and outside of his brother playing there, he he he's been recruited from that school for over two years, and so he's built those relationships for a long time. He's actually started with PK and went to Choke, and, and he's gone back and forth. He's talking to both those guys, and we know he's not playing inside linebacker, right. but it's building that. It's just building that relationship, that rapport, getting closer. Um, and we we we've echoed the sentiment that Neto playing in the rotation this year would greatly increase the chances. But I think Zena is just wanting to make sure. And don't forget, Neto took this thing into December two years ago. And, and so I think Zena's going to kind of go along that same path. Do I think it's going to last that long? No, I, I don't think it goes to early signing day. I, I think something will pop before then. But Zena's going to be on campus Saturday. He's going to, to – to, he, he, he confirmed with me a couple minutes ago that he's going to be on campus for the Texas Rice game. There is not another school he has visited more. It's not even close. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. And so right now, Texas versus the field. Texas is to lose, like you say. Um, looks, listen, Colin Simmons makes edge recruiting a lot easier now. <laughs> you got the masterpiece. Now you just have to see who else you can fill in. Danny Okoye across Simmons is ridiculous on, on tape and on paper. Zena across from Colin, it's pretty nice as well. That's a little dirty as well. Solomon Williams, that dude is a productive son of a gun. At the level in, in Florida, too, with the competition in Florida, his numbers are ridiculous. I think he plays bigger than his actual size. He does. So I love where Texas edge recruiting is right now. We just have to see a few things kind of fall in place over the next few months to really understand what this class is going to look like. Yeah, they're in on the right guys. This is who they're going to close out, who they're going to win out for that's going to be the key there. All right, Justin, moving on. We're going to move the defensive back. Um, we're going to double check on Wardell Mack, Florida commitment on three industry ranking four-star, scheduled to be in at Texas this weekend for the Rice game. We're going to double check, triple check on that again later in the week, obviously, right. uh, because there will be pressure on him not to make that visit. We'll see what happens, but uh, yeah. he's currently scheduled. He's told uh, Sam Spiegelman at on three a couple times he's scheduled to be in uh, for the Rice game Saturday. So we'll check on that. Kobe Black, obviously, I think we both still consider a Texas lean. Texas A&M, LSU, Alabama, everybody making runs at it. Uh, I know you're going to be in Waco Friday to see Kobe play. What's the latest you have on the Kobe Black uh, recruitment? Just a couple quick notes. One, 
Kobe had kind of reiterated to a few people in the media that he wanted to wait until December. I just can't see that happening. I just don't think that's going to be the case. I understand, you know, Kobe's still kind of going through his process. He's kind of still, you know, wants to take a few more visits and see things, but I, I, I don't think that's going to go the distance. I, I had just have a strong feeling it could potentially be a September decision. Uh, and then he had mentioned to me about visiting Oregon. I know LSU and Alabama were, were also been mentioned in Ohio State as well. I was told Oregon is probably not going to happen. He had already gone up there before. And, and if you've ever covered recruiting or talked to these guys, Oregon's visits are just different than other places. It's yeah. the most state-of-the-art facilities you, you'll ever see. It, it, it's better than most anything in the world, <laughs> NFL included. And so kids really love it up there. A lot of times they'll tell me that it's hard. They don't want to come back home. And so um, I think with Kobe, Texas is still it, is still the team to beat. A&M is the one to watch. I, I think A&M is the one that, that it's creeping around. But Texas continues to prioritize him. They have really laid the best foundation. And so I, I think a decision is going to come sooner rather than later with Kobe. Yeah, and so, Justin, I, I agree with you on Kobe Black. I think, again, his recruitment's following, and I'm not saying this because Colin committed to Texas, along those same lines. That close-to-home factor is going to be huge at the end of the day. I mean, Colin came down to Texas and LSU. Obviously, Miami was third, but really A&M had tried. They were talked about getting the visit. That was going to come down to close-to-home. I think it'll be similar with Kobe Black. It's going to be a couple schools very close to home, and one of those that's away from home. It's kind of the third team in the mix. Um, I think that's where it'll sit. Uh, season opener Saturday, uh, Justin. J- September 17th is really going to be the first big visit weekend for Texas. That's when Ryan Wingo is scheduled to be in. Dan Coy is scheduled to be in. That's the game that Texas is really going to be shooting for. Uh, but the second we've mentioned this weekend, we've mentioned uh, Wardell Mack. And it, Commitments that are going to be there. Trey Owens and Jordan Washington are driving to the game together, I believe. Uh, Daniel Cruz and his family are going to be there. 2025 list starting to grow a little bit, Justin. I mean, Camorian Morgan told me yesterday he's going to be there. I think Ty Haywood had told you he was going to be in town. Uh, a couple of three, four different offer guys. Kelshawn Johnson out of Hitchcock, really uh, a speedy uh, playmaker that worked out at wide receiver and got an offer at camp. Any other names that have kind of that you've kind of that have been brought to your attention here in the last 24 hours that are expected to be in Austin Saturday? Yeah, I, I think you're going to see guys. I think Zeno Umio Zulu one is going to be a guy. I think you're going to see some 2026s, some 2025s, and 2026s. Um, I know one we had talked about the other day with Copland Winfont. He's the Crosby linebacker 2025. I know we had already mentioned him a little bit. Um, and then there was a handful of other guys. Like I said, this is where Texas is going to look at 2025s and 2026s. They're going to give these guys the benefit of the doubt. They're going to look at them a little bit harder. I know there's one kid that I like. You know, uh, There's a quarterback out of Bastrop, Quintavious Joyner. He's a 2025 kid, dual threat type of kid. He said he, he confirmed yesterday that he's going to be on campus. Um, the list is growing a little bit. Yeah. I think it's going to – each day you and I are going to have some new names. Yeah, no each doubt. Each time you and I are going to have a few a few, a few, few little additions. And Darius Hines is another one. He's going to be on campus as well. And so this isn't the big list, though, Texas fans. Yeah. The big list is week three That's when right. Wyoming comes to town. And, and if you're thinking, why are they waiting for, you know, Wyoming? What, what's the big deal with Wyoming? Because that's the weekend after Alabama. That's right. And if they go to Tuscaloosa and win, the visits are going to 
the, the players are going to be a little more eager to get into Austin. There's going to be a really good vibe on that Saturday at DKR. And so I think that's why we'll see that list grow a little bit. A couple other tw- uh, uh, Houston area guys. 2025 corner Caleb Chester uh, told me he's going to be in town. He's a guy that Texas really liked in the spring. Uh, his tape this year I think will tell the story of why Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, LSU, those programs like him so much. 2026 Isaiah Williams from Fort Bend Marshall, teammate of Caleb Chester. He's going to probably be at Texas or maybe Texas A&M, but he'll either be at Texas this weekend or at 17th, like you said. But he is one of the best young prospects in the country, the 2026 class safety. I mean, the Fort Bend Marshall uh, the people around that program think he's the best long-term prospect in the program, and that's the program that has Josh Lair, a 2024, that's going to decide between Baylor, uh, Texas, and Washington, and then 2025 Caleb Chester. So Isaiah Williams, a big-time talent, 2026. Again, Justin, um, you know, here's the deal. We're four, three days away, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four days away from Dominic McKinley's decision. Um and that's obviously going to be the next big one for Texas. Uh, they've got four or five stars truly on the board. I mean, Terry Bussey's there. Texas make an effort on. Texas will recruit um, Micah Hudson through the whistle, obviously. But the next big one is Dominic McKinley. And we'll see what happens there on Friday. But I can tell everybody this. Without Goosehead Insurance... We wouldn't be bringing you this right now. The recruiting break- breakdown is brought to you by Chase Yarbrough of Goosehead Insurance. There are hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from, but Chase and his team have vetted the very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, flood, and umbrella policies. With rates on the rise across the state of Texas, why not make one phone call and allow Chase to shop for you? Goosehead's the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas. Contact Chase at chase.yarboroughgoosehead.com or give him a call at 325-261-7127. Again, thank you very much to Chase Yarborough of Goosehead Insurance for being the sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. I guess, Justin, in closing here, Dominic McKinley on Friday, Kobe Black, Ryan Wingo, Brandon Baker, I believe all three are expected to do something before the end of October. Uh, So I think these four or five stars that Texas is very much in – in the hunt on there's some real recruiting battles these battles once these kids start talking about moving the timelines up or they throw a date out there these recruit recruitments get real the pressure really sets in the home state school can really add pressure like missouri is with wingo then if a tennessee feels like they're behind missouri and texas for wingo they've got to turn up the heat so that's how these recruiting recruitments go so we'll find out justin on friday what dominant mckinley ultimately does out of texas a&m texas ohio state oklahoma and lsu Uh, i don't think lsu feels like they're going to win this recruitment friday i think everybody else has kind of thought well we at various times of this recruitment we have as good a shot as anybody else we'll see what happens with dominant mckinley on friday for justin wells this is jerry hamilton and that's been this week's edition of the recruiting breakdown